It's your homie Rashawn. Be cool. And this your boy C. Three men collaborating for the betterment of each other and listeners. Welcome to the Betterment Podcast. I look to to. Peace and blessings. What's really good? Yes, so, sir. So. What's going on with y'all? Another lovely day in the neighborhood. Sir, today is already blessed. You already know. Hope all is well. Hope all is well. It's a beautiful day in the neighborhood. <laughs> a beautiful day in the neighborhood. So today we're going to be talking about church and uh, and everything that goes with that. So, see, what does church mean to you? Uh, uh, man, I guess I'm going to take it back to the original state uh first a lot of people get it mixed up they think church is the physical building okay but you know to me you know church is a body of believers um it's definitely not just the building the physical building it's about the people and what they believe what about you coop the way i look at uh church um i i take it from a narrative of a fish and a little girl named Susie. So, um, just looking at it like that, Susie is uh, she is an aspiring dancer, so she goes to dance class. This is where uh, Susie learns, you know, about dance. Uh, Norm is a fish. He trying to survive in the water. He's a small fish. You know what I mean? So, small fish tend to swim together and we call that a school of fish you know what I mean so Norm and Susie they looking at each other so Norm was like yo Susie how you uh, how you uh, going to school if your school don't move you know what I'm saying because Norm's logic of school is a group of friends or family members moving around trying to survive school for Susie is you know, a building, classroom, classmates. I get a good grade. I graduate, mm-hmm. leave the school, you know what I'm saying, to never return. But Norm is like, yo, how is that a school? Because Norm looks at, at his school like, this is my family, you know. And I think when you said you brought it back to the old days, I think we got to really think about when we, when we look at the Bible, and they was getting persecuted, you know what I mean? So they had to survive. That's right. real, that's right. real. So that's how Norm looking at church. Like, bro, we moving around, I'm with my family. And it may not be blood family, right. but we trying to survive because we, we got one common interest. Right. Whereas where Susie go to school, she just go in, get what she need for herself, and then leave. Which I think that's where we at as far as church is today yeah and that's just kind of how i look at what is church um for me i would be more towards the fish i'm i'm trying to survive out here so i'm gonna be closer together with the fish that i know know how to move um so for me that's what church is right now that's um that's a beautiful perspective i I like how you put that together for real um truth is that kind of tells us where church is in in our society today, the state of church. Right. Because you have both of those, you know. Yeah, yeah. You got people that's just going in and saying they're meeting, a, I guess, a religious quota. Right, right, right. <laughs> they're yeah. like, hey, look, I, I put mine in. Um, I'm just going to church 
say my amens and my hallelujahs, even right. if you do that. Right. And check me off. Yeah, I, I, <laughs> I did my my religious feet for for God or right. whom I serve. Right. Um, I actually think that's very dangerous, to be quite honest. Mm -hmm. um, I call that dating God. Um, and it's true. A lot of us do date God. We only spend time with him when we put it on our calendar. Okay. <laughs> every Sunday we're gonna date God. You right. know what I'm saying? Or we're gonna every, put on our best clothes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're gonna look every flat. every Easter, every Christmas Eve, we dating God. Right. So we know XYZ on this date we're going to spend time with God. Um instead of having a relationship. Dating and and relationship is two different things. Two different things. Right. And so um, you know, my perspective on church is pretty much something what C said, you know, it's not the four walls. Right. It's not the four physical walls. It's actually the heart of God. It's mm -hmm. the, the right. body of God. Um, you know, in the in the word it talks about the body quite a bit. Right. But <clears throat> a body is a joining together. You can't just have a hand and not have an arm. Exactly. That's that don't yeah, work. It doesn't work. You know, that don't work in um I really feel, you know, from a cultural aspect, uh, the African American church or the Black church is in a it's, it's in a crazy state right now. Um, yeah. Uh, from a, an emotional side to uh, educational side, right. so many different <clears throat> places in there, man. Uh, it's, it's so many of. Them. Yeah. What do you feel about that, C? Um, I agree, man. Um, as far as the the dating God part. Um, I think we, a lot of us go to church just, you know, for the weekly, um, pick her up, yeah, you know what yeah, I'm saying, to, yeah. to get us through the next week. Yeah. We need a recharge. Yeah, we, we need a yeah. recharge. Yeah, yeah. Um, that, and it, everybody need that, though. Yeah, everybody yeah. need that, and yeah. it's, I'm, I'm not against that. Yeah. It's just, um, I think we don't need to get tired, and I don't, I'm not telling everyone not to go yeah. to church. Yeah, I'm just saying, um, we limiting ourselves to just the building. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah, that's real, that's and that's real. limiting the, what we can actually accomplish. Wow, um, you said a mouthful right there. Yeah, so definitely. church yeah. is definitely not about perfect attendance. Being there every <laughs> Sunday, <laughs> <laughs> it's not about perfect attendance, man. Um, to be honest, traditionally, a lot of people go to church for years, twenty plus years, mm -hmm. just to accomplish perfect attendance. The thing of it is, are we actually getting something from it? Are we growing in certain areas? Are we healing in certain areas? Are we able to love in certain areas that... Man, you better preach now. Come <laughs> yeah, on, bro. Yeah, Come yeah. on, man. Because um, we don't want to keep going to church, going to church and not getting anything out of it, um, receiving anything. Right. You know? Yeah, that's real, man. I mean, just to piggyback off of you... Um, Wow, you said a mouthful, bro. <laughs> I mean, I think we all, I know we know the church is is us. You know what I mean? Yeah. And yeah. those same gifts and talents that you can bring into the church or into those four walls, excuse me, um, after the service is over, those same gifts and talents that you have... They have to, yeah. you know. They got to walk. They got to walk out with you. Yeah. And but you have to use use them. Use them when you walk out. Yeah. And, and I'm not. I may be speaking into a microphone, but I'm actually talking to myself. So right. it's cool. Um, 
But yeah, you just gotta use them, man. I, you know, that's just it. You got, yeah. And, and when you think back on a lot of problems with the church, just like we said, the church is the body of people. Yeah. And the problems come from the people. people. The issues that we don't address, you know, the things that we got going on personally. Um, we supposed to be able to come initially we supposed to be able to come together with those things in the church. But it's almost like you afraid we are afraid to right. bring up the issue of exactly. health, depression, uh whatever yeah. issue you may have. Exactly. I mean, you know, um that's that's really it's it's really key what you said um because if you think about it the church holds so much power and almost the church has become powerless in our day and time and i say that because in the four walls when the pastor's preaching and teaching he's teaching and preaching on a particular thing but we got so much going on outside of the four walls that the people that are in the congregation, they're going to run into. It's mm -hmm. just like, it's guaranteed when they leave and get in their car, they're going to run into a stoplight. Right. They're going to run into some problems when they get outside the door. The fact of the matter is, I, I feel like a lot of churches are not empowering the people. And if we study this word and believe this word and we apply this word to our life, God says we are extremely powerful. Right. says that we are made in his likeness and his image. So when we get outside of the church, the four walls, i.e., what are we doing? Um, why aren't we going to the hoods? Why aren't we going out here and the, somebody that's, that haven't eaten in two days, we ain't taking care of them? Right. You know, why aren't we going to the hood where the boys out there, they, they banging, and we can't sit down and talk to them and say, hey, what's really going on in your life? Right. Because a lot of times... The, the action that we see is a reaction from something else that's going on. Mm -hmm. And if you do not uh, attack that, if you don't make a decision consciously to attack that, you have a, a powerless situation. You're not making a change. And I, I think that's the problem that I'm having right now. Um, and, and don't get me wrong, because I, I love church. That's what I grew up in. That's, that's where I'm from. It's just the fact of the matter of not being able to walk in, walk in that authority, I mm -hmm. must say. Um, mm -hmm. I, I give a shout out to, you know, Minister Farrakhan and FOI. Right. I see them walk in their authority. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? But you don't, you don't see that in the church. You don't see that grouping together saying, look, we're going to go out here and we're going to make a conscious effort to change the community. Right. And, and part of me feel like one of the reasons why that has changed um, and this might just take a, a different way here. Growing up, normally the church was in our community. Right. <laughs> and, yeah. and that's how it used to be. So, you know, the, the, the church had its ear to the streets. They knew everything that was going on in the community. Right. You right, didn't right. drive five, ten miles to get to church. The church was up the street where you could walk to it. Right. And now that's all different now, man. And I, I, I did a little research, man, and it was, you know... It says early the early years after the Civil War, the black church was actually the center of the mm -hmm. community. Mm -hmm. Just like yeah. you mm -hmm. just said. Mm -hmm. Um taking on social there welfare we functions, establishing schools, even orphanages, man. Wow. And, and prison ministries. See? Yeah. See? Um so the black church was the support of the black community, man. And I think we 
fell from that. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. I think Tom's got. I don't know. I. I guess from from then, you know, it started in the church, and then it got a little better for people. I'm. A, I, I mean, it's almost like I'm gonna tell you. It's like it's almost like the state of the time, right? Has scared us. So we okay. stay in okay. the church. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Like that's our protection. The yeah. four walls is our protection from the outside. Not instead, realizing instead of getting recharged to right. go back out. Not Wait, realizing right. the church is in you. Right. You so, are the church. Right. 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 So yeah. when somebody comes inside those four walls that we constantly identify as bad, we want we don't want to allow it in when it really supposed to be the yeah. the healing place. Yeah. Right. 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 The place where we invite and help. Others get through where they're going. So through. let me ask you a question. You said, okay, somebody bad coming into the situation. And, and when we say bad, we say somebody that the right. normal religious church does not accept. Somebody that's out here hustling, somebody out here banging, somebody here that's just doing something crazy. Right. Why is it that we have a situation where people are are hesitant to come to church? Do you feel like it's it's people portraying the role of being holier than now? Or, you know, they ain't never been dirty before, that type situation? Well, let, I mean, just keep it 100. So, I mean, <laughs> uh, you got some churches where, you, you know, you ain't, how can I say this? You, you ain't got to have no type of degree to be no pastor. Mm-hmm, you mm-hmm. ain't got the, you know, some of these cats, respectfully, you know what I mean? Because, mm-hmm. you know, maybe God just gave it to you. But, mm-hmm. you know, it was no... Formality. They just, you know, it was just. Yeah. They just were called. Mm-hmm. I say that. Mm-hmm. Right. You got a lot of. St- we, we got a lot of stuff that. We go live every day. Mm-hmm. We see what's happening. Mm-hmm. You know, people with certain opinions. They see what happens as well, and then we talk about. Well, how y'all worship the same. Being and then y'all, it's different here, different there, different here, different way of service, different way we, you know what I mean? Yeah. yeah so yeah. and even in with the different nationalities, believing in one thing, you know, it's even still it's like yo they, I wouldn't even go in their church, you know what I mean? Right. So that's kind of where people, like I, you know, why they wouldn't walk through the door. And in my opinion, yeah, yeah, you know, it's these additional rules. <laughs> you know what I'm saying, um, and I mean I know you gotta have order, um, and we don't what, negate that. That's right. yeah, real. Yeah, yeah. I know you gotta have order in what you do, but um, I don't know, man. It's like some of them is too strict, um, especially with the youth yeah. trying to get into yeah. church. Yeah. Um, Some I'm, I'm just saying, man. Sometimes you could be too old school with it. Yeah. Um, hmm. To the point where, you know, you, you start pushing people away. Right. Well, you know, I, I, I take that from the concept, and, and I'm, I'm a believer where in which I believe greatly to the point of having relationship versus religion. Right. I, I don't believe in the concept of religion. Um, matter of fact, um, and I, I can't really get into it right now, but there are like probably about seven points in the Bible where Christ was really talking about religious situations and six of those points 
it was deemed extremely negative. And this is coming from him mm-hmm. towards the concept of religion. Yeah. Um, if you study, you know, he was always beefing with the Sadducees and the Pharisees. Mm-hmm. It was that whole religion, like, you know, it got to be this way. Yeah. And actually, the, the word religion, if you look at it, it means to tie up and to bind down, to tie down. Right. And if we follow what Christ said, he said, I came that you have life and, and be free and have it in abundance. Right. You can't. Tie a, a dove down and 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 expect it to be the dove in its true nature. It has to spread its wings and fly. Right. Mm-hmm. And I think, some way somehow, we have gotten so doctored into religion and the philosophy of it, where we're not being free and showing, hey, I got some mistakes. You know, I, I excuse my French. I got some shit with me. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I right. ain't perfect. Right. You know what I'm saying? And I, and I'm saying that. From the, the pastor standpoint, right, right, I ain't right, perfect, right. you know what I'm saying? And and it, I, how can I, you know, what it say, you know, how can I, I, I take the splinter out of you or something like that if I got the, the, the splinter in my eye, you mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? I'm going to say this, man, it's almost like it's a it's a cover yeah, you over know. the church. Well, you know what, before, I hate to interrupt, you said something a minute ago, you said uh, old, uh, old, you know, can't be too old or, you know, old school, yeah. Old yeah. School. And, you know, you gave us the history on the church. And I'm just going to put this out here. Maybe those old school people are trying to protect the church by saying, yo, you can't come in here like that because of their understanding of what it took to get to this point. Right. But I think there has to have a there has to be a conversation between old and new. Yeah. And they have to explain to the new, like, look, this is where we. Uh, learned certain things. This is where we yeah. got education. This is where we, you know what I'm saying, got uh, physicals, all those things, yeah. you know. That's the only place we could go back then. I know you grew up and you ain't got to go to the church to. I got you. You I see what you. I'm saying? I, 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 I you see what I'm saying? Yes, you yes, ain't got to yes. go to the, the church to go yes. see the doctor. You don't have yeah. to go to the church to talk to or whatever. Yeah. But see now we have a generation that grew up. I ain't that ain't never got to go to church for no reason. Yeah. yeah. But then when they do come and they don't have the formality of you know an old person telling them this is why and the reason, they may not respect it because okay, well, I ain't never had to. Nobody ever explained to me about the struggle and. Having to run exactly. to the church to even feel safe or to get some information across from one to another. So maybe we just need, maybe that just really has to be explained. Yeah, it definitely got to be explained. And I agree. So let's, when they come in, let's let's build them up first. Instead of tearing Instead them of down. just yeah. jumping yes. right on to it. Yeah. Um, because just like everybody else that's in the church, people got to grow. Even the pastor had to grow it's still growing it and it's still, yeah, growing. still growing so let's let's build them up first gradually to the point where we trying to get them to go so to say and, and that that like you're saying no man is without sin i don't care if right. you love god you worship god you do 24 7 with it yeah you know you still got some situations that you're dealing with in life uh, even if it ain't even called or considered to be a sin, you still got issues or, or problems that you're trying to work out in your own life. Right. You know what I'm saying? So it's like I, I'm that person, you know, judge not lest I be judged by the same measure. Mm-hmm. But we do have the ability to hold one another accountable. That's that's real. Right. We can right. hold each other accountable. But 
one thing that I do know is, you know, when a person gets put into a situation, if, if we're if we're sensitive to the spirit, we're sensitive to the Holy Spirit, we'll know how to deal with new people coming in. You yeah. know how to talk or, you know, what I'm saying go that. But that only constitutes if you are sensitive to it. Yeah. <laughs> you know I what I'm saying? I was about to say, and there's a thin line between accountability and condemning. There yeah. we go. There Someone. we go. There we go. There we go. Yeah. Uh, thin, that's 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 real though. That is an extreme <laughs> thin line between yeah, that, man. A very thin line. So but, we got to be mindful at the same time. So in in holding someone accountable, I think we should keep ourselves in mind because and, and, it's always something that we doing that we should be held accountable for. And, and you know what? When you holding somebody accountable. Mm-hmm. Do it with love, right? Yeah. Don't do exactly. it from a place of anger and or judgment because when you do exactly. that, it's I, I'm a person all about motive. If you do something, I don't care if you go out here and you you smack the wall with some paint just out of the blue. What was your motive behind it? Mm-hmm. Like right. that that matters to me. Like I've, I've seen people, and this is true in the court of law. People have killed people before, but when it comes down to it. If the lawyer can provi- can can show provide motive and why it was done, mm-hmm. guess what? That, what happens? That person is deemed innocent right, and right. lives the rest of his life. You know what I'm saying? What was the motive behind it? So truth, and we can kind of transition this right here. What's the motive behind church today? Right. Oh man. Whew. What's the motive behind church today? Is it to to get somebody uh, some spiritual growth? Or is it to like get somebody's financial growth? Beep, 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 beep. <laughs> <laughs> you know, hey, hey, you know, hey real I'm talk. Tell you, like it says, um, one of the five. It's five reasons they say um, black churches fail, and one of them is money. Yeah. Um, and I, it goes back to the cover I was talking about, um, covering up a lot of things instead of being transparent. Mm-hmm. That way, when the youth does come in, and you know you want to, it's this cover over the church, over the issues. Yeah. Then when it get pulled off, you know, people look at it like, oh, okay, well, you got this going on, you got that going on, but you trying to tell me how to do how to do something. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. That's what that's what pushes people away. So you're you're telling me you're telling me and be cool that there should be a high level of transparency. Definitely within the ministry, within the church, it has to definitely. Be. It's got to be. And, that's the and, only way. So, that's the only way it's gonna. And, and, I'm gonna be able to identify with you, with you, with you. Like I ain't gonna feel singled out. Mm-hmm. You know why I feel like that's so dope? Because if the church is doing that, see, we one thing we don't understand is the church is like the thermometer or the thermostat. Let me say that. Okay. The 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 church can change. How everybody feels, man. It can change. It can make it too hot. Can make it too cold. Mm-hmm. You know, it can make you extremely comfortable. But if you have a, a team of ministry, if you have a body that's saying, "Hey, we about transparency from the top," right. guess what that do? That spread down throughout the congregation. Right. Not just congregation in one church, but in all churches. Mm-hmm. So if a situation is going on, so say. A church is in a financial crunch. They may actually have somebody in the congregation that it may be on their heart to give to a place to help the church in a situation. Mm -hmm. But it's about being transparent. But you have some people, and we got to talk about this, that's in power. 
P O W E R. And that's a that's a strong situation within the in the body in the church because some people don't want to relinquish power or say I'm in a situation or look vulnerable mm-hmm. because they feel like they've defeated or the the they're they're defeated or they're they're not walking the walk that they they've been talking right you know and uh, I I really do I, I I love what you said about that because that that transparency can push us into a whole nother realm Man. of success telling. Because that that opens up the door for for healing, man, in in different areas. It's like <laughs> when we got youth in, in the church. Like I don't even think we spend enough time getting to know the youth mm. individually to mm. see actually where where they're gifted at. Mm. Right. That way they can feel important. They can feel they have a, a spot and a space within the church. Wow! Mm-hmm. Wow! Wow! Be cool. What you think about that, man? Man. I, I mean, and that's why when we speak about, you know, the black church or the African-American church, we got to start, we got to start opening our eyes. We got to start growing, especially those that are stuck, you know, back yeah, in the yeah, back. Yeah, yeah, Because we got to realize that we got to do something with this next generation. That's we true. already know what's going on. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? As far as what's in the world. So... As a church, meaning, you know, us as individuals, when we do go to those four walls, then we gotta, we gotta be transparent to them. I right. mean, right. Um, you know, it, what y'all both said, like the next generation and the, the the children in the in the church, you know, the scripture says, raise up a child the way that they should go. Mm-hmm. And it, you know, if you really study that, that tells us to study our children, look at our children. See what they're good at. See what they're exceptional at. See what they're phenomenal at. And actually push them into that. Mm-hmm. And I think that's one of the things that, you know, again, like you said, we need to take the time to look at them. Right. Take the time. And that goes, we, we're going to talk about this in the future, but the whole concept of how life and society is set up right now. Mm-hmm. You know, right. husbands and, and wives, they don't spend enough time together. Mm-hmm. Fathers and sons don't spend enough time together. Mothers and daughters, right. all, all up and through there, we're not actually <clears throat> looking at or spending enough time to say, okay, my child is gifted in this area. Let me push them and propel them and say, you know, their gift is going to be for the body. It's going to be for the kingdom. It's going to be for a better mint situation. Yeah, you know yeah, what I'm right. saying? And I think that's, that's <laughs> mad key, see, that, you know, we need to really focus on that because... The church is gonna be them, right. and if right. we don't do this, the church is gonna be no more. Right. You know right. that's 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 real, and I, I feel like we're we're not polishing the diamonds we got, man. I'm, I'm gonna say this, man. Um, and I, and this is saluting my pastor, but she actually gives the kids the opportunity to operate in you know different positions within the church to learn go. and there get a go. feel for there you it. Go. Um, By the way, what's your pastor's name? Dolores Perry. Hey, shout out. (laughs) (laughs) She she actually gives them a chance to do that, man. And um, that brings back the question is how, take for instance a mega church. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. How does that work? How do you, how do you operate and touch and get a personal relationship with everyone? So, so, so I, I want to talk about that, man, and, and this is real. Um, 
I've kind of had the ability to be behind the scenes in in the church world, churchdom, if you want to call it that. Right. I think all of us have here um, at the table. And one thing I've learned, and, and this is if you study from scriptural concept, um, even when you had like Moses and everybody else and you had the children of Israel or whoever, if it was a large amount of people at one time, it was no way possible that the that the high priest or the one that was leading the situation was going to be able to touch everyone. But what you did have in place was elders. You did have in place, you know, pretty much generals in place Mm -hmm. to say, Hey, you know, you got these over here. I got you over here. I got you over here. And whatever they got the, when, when they got the, the word from the, from the head, they spread it out and then they were able to, okay, I'm in relation with these people over here. I know them. Right. I know them. I know them. And mm-hmm. if something seriously is going on, they get back with the, you know what I'm saying, the head and say, okay, this is how we got to move or we need to talk or we need to do what we need to do. Now, that is that is the correct way of doing things if right. you can do it that way. But you also got to have the right people in you place. You got to have the right team. That was my next. Uh, <laughs> that's that's the, right the thing. Because you you, right it's team. just like, you know. All of us have worked in, in corporate world, in business, and we know we got some managers out here that don't need to be managing yeah. not a damn thing. Excuse me. Excuse me. I, you know, forgive me for that, but y'all know that to be the truth, though. Yeah. Real right. talks. Real. You know, I mean, and, um, you know, key, key point, though, I'm going to tell y'all about that word manage, man. That word manage is two words. It's man age. And if you think about it, that means maturity. Mm-hmm. And people with that are immature, they can't properly manage other people. Mm-hmm. They can't put people in a place. But, you know, going back to what you said, see, when you talk about a mega church, it's all about how it's managed right. and having the right people in place, man. We right. are definitely. Right. Yeah. yeah, I. that's key. I mean, and I guess what, what you would say to someone is you really have to look at churches these days and see where... How that's moving? Yeah. How the flow is? I mean, and, and, and you know, I, I would say this. You know, real talk. I I have not been associated or put my name on a role at a church in a, a, a few years, man. Okay. And, and I say that because I've been told to guard gifts that are in me. Because mm-hmm. if you get to certain places in certain situations, sometimes people will try to use those gifts. Sometimes people will try to, I guess, extort those gifts and and not and, and it's not done in the in the proper form it should be. In, right. You yeah. know, and just because you don't go to church does not mean that you don't have a relationship with God. Right. right. You know, I mean, because I know some people right now, they might not have been in church the last I can't tell you, but they hear from the Holy Spirit. Mm-hmm. They hear right. from God because they make a choice to spend time with God outside of the four walls. Right. right. So, right. I mean, you know, but back to what you said, see, on that whole mega church thing, uh, I mean, I think it can be a good thing. But then, too, you know, it just depends on where you are in your, right. your walk, too. Yeah, right. you know? yeah, yeah. But would there be a mega church if, if every community had their own? Oh, no. I no. mean, if every community had a church. And, you know, those that were in that community, that's where they went. I mean, I think, you know, because what, what happens now is, you know, for my house, we drive 30 minutes. So what, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> so real talk, though, it's, yeah. one of, it's one of two things that's going to happen. Yeah. The church that's in the community 
If it stays that church and that church stays on fire and it keeps growing and it's, it's maturing and, and getting where it needs to be, yeah. that church is going to continue to expand. Either grow in that community or we, we don't have to break ground across the way and we got to grow over here. Okay. And or, you know, the, the church is just like, you know, I mean, I had this conversation with some people, you know what I'm saying? And they got like eight churches in one community. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I, I, I mean, was getting to that. So I was, I was looking at it like this. Okay. You got the eight churches. That's within. <laughs> That's crazy. No, it's it's uh, real. That's yeah. <laughs> less than a mile, you know, radius. You you so you, you playing with me, see? No. Nah. Mm-hmm. What Come what on, is bro. the? Okay, so what is the objective there? Like, is we caught in a competition of who can do better at this church or that church? Because now it's a lot of churches that don't have many members. Maybe ten members here, mm-hmm. eight members there. Um, 20 on Easter. We having separate yeah. programs and trying to raise money here from raise the same money people. there from the same group of churches. Community, right? Community, um, yeah. Why not just, you know, Coop was saying, why not just come together and. You still, move? yeah. You st- your church still operates. Yeah, it still operates. And, and but truth is, you already, if you do that, I guarantee you, you probably would grow. You're, All, you're gonna grow off the numbers in the right. first place, exactly. And you already got elders in place. You exactly. got everybody got like yo. But this way it goes back to the the people, the body, the actual body, the actual church. What we talking about? Yeah, cause you know what? <laughs> cause when they walk out the door, they don't commune amongst themselves. I guarantee exactly. you, if everybody would talk once a week, right. Somebody and, and in that conversation, now I ain't talking about talking once a week, talking about what the people yeah. at the other church. <laughs> we you gotta put that out there because you know, hey, there. look, ain't no no gossip yeah. like yeah, church yeah, gossip. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know how that we, go. We, we calling, yeah. we calling to see how yeah. the service yeah. went down yeah. here. What you calling? He preached. I don't know the topic. But he showed sure it preach. You know. Yeah. 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 Um. How much money you think they raised? Yeah. Yeah, it sister so and so, you know. Right, right. right. We talking many, about them type of Many people at the afternoon service. Yeah, yeah. We worried about all that. But yeah. If we come together, the afternoon service could be a success. Well, you know, because. you said something there is communicate and community, community and communicate. Right. right. And I, I think that's where we have the 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 error. I think that's where we have the the problem. And uh, you know what I said earlier, it ties into this power. And I don't yeah. want people to get this twisted um, and think that, you know, we just pulling Bashing. all the negatives. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because, you know, with anything, you're going to have problems. Yeah, it's right. just the thing is, are we, trying to, are we trying to solve them? Are we trying to make things better? Are we trying to help each other get to a better place? And, and yeah. I like that, too, see, because I, I think, honestly, we're trying to stop the bleeding. Right. To be right. quite honest, because yeah. there's so many people that are saying, I don't need church. I don't need that. In right. truth, you need God. But the scripture also tells us to commune with one another. Right. right. You and know, that's, and, what, and, that's what the church is. Like, we need each other. Regardless, I don't care what you say. At the end of the day, you need somebody for something. You yeah. get yourself so, on an island and get yourself in some serious, yeah. serious, serious business that you don't want, you know. And, right. uh, uh, you know, again, going back to this eight, you know, this this eight church project. <laughs> it's, right. it's like, you know, why don't we come together and join? But... It's always somebody like, well, I got to lead, or I got to lead, or I got to do this. But 
But when you when you talk about leaders, I mean, and and that does happen. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Well, I'm gonna do it this way. Yeah. Right. You can still lead. I mean, you because when you when we talk about when we were discussing the mega church. You said we had to break it down because there's no way that one man can, or woman can, yeah, can yeah. reach those people. So you're still going to have to have teams in place. Yeah. But it's just like in order for it to work, you just it has to be a whole body. When we talk about the body of Christ, well, let's take some of these churches and look at it as the body of Christ and not just a building where we go to worship Christ. Yeah. Bro, instead yeah. of. That's a good point. Good instead point. of let, let's take these churches and say, okay, well, you don't. Um, I'm the funny bone. Yeah, you gonna be the fingers, and this is how we are gonna work. Right. Sometimes I, I think we gotta look at it different. I know we use different analogies, but let's let's really make it stick. Like, that's, come on, that's real. I mean, that's yeah. a diversity within the kingdom. I mean, somebody is gonna be the eyes, somebody gonna be the lips. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. I mean, I mean and somebody gonna be the nose. It, every everything. Like you said, you know, you got to have that, man. Yeah. You you got to have that. And, and I, one thing I've, I'm, I'm learning, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm getting close to, to, to 40 years in my life, man, and I'm learning that everybody is not the same. Nobody is the same. Uh, I got a twin brother and we different. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Um, people are different. People worship differently. People uh, understand things differently. Um, just case in point. Uh, after Christ's resurrection, as they called him, Doubting Thomas. Well, everybody else believed it, but Thomas was like, "Yo, until I stick my finger into your womb, I I, I can't, yeah. I can't, you know what I'm saying? Really, I I can't go for it because mm-hmm. I I know you was you was up there. They had you up there, right? And I know they they put the tomb, they, they did all that. But that's the that's the fact of there's certain type of believers. You know what I'm saying? There's some believers that's going to believe straight off of of the word. Then there's some people that like, yo, you got to show. You got show and tell. Hey bro, that's a sermon right there. <laughs> I mean, real though. That's a sermon yeah. right there, bro. I mean, real. That's, what, that's yeah. what the people want to see, though. They want to be able to identify yeah. with what you got going on. Commonality. Yeah, mm-hmm. exactly. Yeah. So. No, I, I, I mean, to keep it real or transparent. Yeah. Um. You know, hey, hey, look, that's that's it right there. Keep it transparent. <laughs> yeah, keep it transparent. <laughs> uh, the the church. I mean, I ain't gonna front. I ain't been in a little while myself, but you know, I I still belong. And the reason why it grabbed me, or I don't know if you want to say the the preacher or the sermon was his transparency. Right. Like exactly. He was so unafraid to tell. His story and what he been through, how he been through it, like yo, bro, like. So it wasn't it, it, a cover. It, I'm it, sorry. It was. It wasn't a cover up, like like you said. Nah, the it, sermon was the transparency. It was a yeah. transparency, which made me like yo. Right. But that, is that not how you get set free though? Right. No, it is. Because I mean, soon the more and more he started telling me about his story, <laughs> I stood on my feet, hey, started clapping. Hey, listen, I'm, I'm gonna be transparent right now. I'm gonna say this. I was at a church and I was on a, um, it, it was a, a youth service. Okay. And I was one of the, the people that was there to speak. And I spoke <clears throat> and at the church, I said, you know what? I I seriously used to have a, a pornography issue. I used to like, like watching it. Right. 
do you know how many people responded to that that was in the church? Bro. Do you know how we many talk, people? We talked about Yeah, that. we talked about that. Yeah. Do you know how many people stood up and was like, yo, after church, they was like, yo, thank you for saying that. I done had issues too. And it was just the point, I think that was God telling me, because I before I said it, you know what I'm saying? I, on the panel, before I said it, I said, Holy Spirit, do you want me to say this? He said, say it. Bro, I'm telling you. He I said, got, say it. I just got chills from you just saying that because you know how many, do you know what you opened up yeah. at that point in time? Yeah, bro? right. Like, that's major. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I said that's that and, and I was being real. I wasn't being religious. Yeah. I was being real. I'm a, I'm a man of God. I love God. I, 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 I'm going after God. I, I, somebody thought enough of me to have me on a panel to talk to some children right. and, and young adults and I told them what I was going through or right. what I had went through mm -hmm. and because I said that it actually people grown people old people ministers pastors they coming up to me afterwards like yo yeah. I'm glad you said that because I stopped hiding that and right. when you stop hiding that that let people get free freedom, freedom. that's freedom, I mean freedom. you know that's what, what, like when I came to you. I came, we talked about it. Yeah, you know yeah, that's real, like a man. Lot of, yeah. A lot of stuff, man, people have been dealing with for a long time. Like when we talked about it, yeah. in my case, the same situation. Yeah, right. Like when you, how you being raised, like when I was coming up, I had uncles and. That's how it go. That, that basically raised me that way where I thought it was okay. Yeah. Yeah. To the point where you don't know it's, it's gradually creating something in you that it's going to be hard to break through. It, it creates a hunger that you don't don't exactly. need to have. It's like yeah. a monster. Yeah. Stronghold. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, exactly. And so if we don't, you know, we don't talk about that. Like, I, I, I remember saying this, man, and this is real. I, I told people, and we, we, we still on the concept of, of the church, but until a man knows his weakness, he can never really be strong. Right. And that, the, the realness is, like, me, I know myself, I can't go to Club Onyx and Big Booty Judy. I just, I'm just being 100%. I'm married, love my wife. I, I'm, I'm about that, but I don't need to be around that. I's just being real with you, man. Because mm -hmm. that, that that, that's not cool, you know? Yeah. But, you know, it's just about being transparent, man. Yeah, and if, yeah. if a pastor can get up and say that, how many people in the congregation can be like, yo, all right. Oh, well, <laughs> yeah, no yo, question. I mean, yeah. It, it's so empowering when you can be transparent, like, and you can see it, like, be transparent for so, for the betterment, so yeah, for, uh, the for the betterment. For the betterment. <laughs> Shout out to the betterment, you know what I'm saying? But for real, like, think about that. See, like, if if we get to that point, I, I think that's where the church has to get to because we got so many millennials right now that are extremely transparent about their life. Period. You gotta be, ain't no period. Not, like right now, you. you you're not gonna be able to stand up there and just yeah, hey, hey look they they, they, they can pull they out pull, they, they gonna, gonna pull, pull your card. card that's it come trying, on man like, to that. no they gonna pull your card and if you can't you can't do that you know if you can't do that how how's it gonna work yeah. we talked we talked about this in the car man like today with the kids man like it can't be just the basic um, <laughs> You know, trying to teach them and guide them, we can't move in that basic way anymore because mm -hmm. it's, it's too much going on. So we gotta, we gotta come with something. It's gotta yeah. be something, something additional, man. Like we gotta be real, just basically one hundred, one hundred at like, all times. And, and don't, and, and I think too, we can't shun what they like right now too. We can, we can embrace it to a degree. Not you know? only what they like, but we can't even, we can't even down like their mistakes. 
made choices. Because we all know, I mean, mistakes end up turning into yeah. a lesson yeah. that turns into somebody being great. Man, you, you know, know what I mean? You know, uh, that's so key because, you know, self-esteem is amazing, man. Uh-huh. Your self-estimate of who you are. And if you got somebody, I don't care if they're young, they're old, they're adults, whatever. If you talk bad about a situation that they made an error in or a mistake, you actually kind of, you know, put them in a box. Mm-hmm. You know, you put them in a place where they can't grow from it. They mm-hmm. can't move on from it. And mm-hmm. that's a very dangerous situation. And I think that's one of the reasons why so many people, they, they move out of the church, man. Because we've had so many people that point that finger. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. And we point that finger and don't realize that that is it, it's it's more dangerous than 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 what you're doing because um you know, case in point I always go back to a scriptural reference, but y'all remember when they came for Jesus in the garden and they came to Jesus and uh your boy grabbed Jesus and my man pulled out the knife and, and cut the, the soldier's ear off. Mm-hmm. Whack. You know the first thing that happened after that? Jesus picked up the ear, put it back on my man's head, you be healed. Mm-hmm. Put it back on. This is the same guy that was about to pull him into where he needed to get pulled into. Well, the interesting thing about that is in church, we've cut so many people's ears off, man. Or mm-hmm. pastors or whoever, church, church don't. Mm-hmm. And when you cut people's ears off, they can't hear the faith anymore. Mm. Amen. That's real. Mm. That's that's a word. That's 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 real. So you know, if you are hearing this and you in the church and you got a little bit, you got a little judgmental spirit. Yo, stop cutting ears Let's off, do man. Better. <laughs> do better. Do <laughs> better. <laughs> we out. Peace. Hey, bro, that was perfect. I look to to.